0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me For our meditation uh, this, this afternoon I'd like to read words of the letter of Saint Paul to Timothy for God has not given us a spirit of fear but a power of love and self-discipline and in his letter in his second letter to Corinthians, St. Paul said, We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Well, in these two texts of St. Paul, we find the idea that a Christian ought to be strong, Capable of facing up to difficulties, a man of God doesn't easily give up. Is uh, somehow battle-tested. Is able to persevere, and so these uh, two texts are an invitation for us to the virtue of fortitude, the virtue of fortitude that one of the cardinal moral virtues, cardinal means from the term cardo, hinge, the hinge of the door, because it's uh, fundamental. And many, many other virtues depend on the cardinal virtues. These are prudence, justice, fortitude, and temperance. In our meditation this afternoon, we consider the cardinal virtue of fortitude That virtue or a stable habit that enables us to persevere in seeking what is good despite the difficulties. When things are easy and when things are hard, we hang on. We slug it out. We persevere, we do not easily bend or give up. In this, uh, over the past year, we have experienced, we have seen the world uh, suffer because of the COVID, because of the pandemic. People lost their job and we were confined to our homes. You guys, many students had to study online and it kind of changed the landscape of society. But even at the height of the pandemic, still there were a lot of people going out because they had to. They had to earn, they had to earn a living. uh, They had to support their family. And despite the risks, perhaps that's one example of making a tough decision, a brave choice. Among them, of course, those people in the front lines, the nurses, the doctors, many of them died, were infected. But they were at the forefront. They were in the front lines. So the virtue of fortitude is necessary in our life, human life and also Christian life. Because, you know, anything that we want to achieve in this world requires an effort, requires sacrifice. Nothing comes uh, without, without struggle. We have to be ready to you know, roll up our sleeves to, to sweat. It requires exertion and uh, labor. Our experience, not just the general human experience, but our own personal experience teaches us that we can we can be very weak so that we know what we should do, but we are not able to do it. Because of laziness, because we procrastinate, or perhaps because we we are not in the mood, you know, to, to study or to work, we would rather do other things. And uh, we make shortcuts, we go for the easy way out, and so on and so forth. In other words, we have the tendency to be soft on ourselves and to refuse to take on a heavy kind of responsibility or heavy tasks. You know, there are things that are, by nature, are pleasurable attractive you know eating or drinking beer or you know hanging out with friends or watching TV or a movie or resting sleeping the attraction of the gadgets or um, or just uh, doing the things that you like it can be a sport it can be reading you know Things, these are, you know, that includes as well uh, the attraction of sexuality. So these are appetizing, and for that we need the virtue of temperance, because we tend to overdo. We tend to, to fall into excesses in this. But there, but there are goods as well that are arduous, because they require, you know, exertion, effort, perseverance. That includes studying, uh, reading, reading your books, working on your project. That also includes praying, getting up on the dot to go to mass. That includes perseverance, you know, good resolutions. Uh, that includes, uh, you know having to to work straight I mean because you have a commitment to your company to your boss and that includes uh, having to you know fix your bed or set up the table throw the trash so this that's work they are laborious and that requires not temperance because we tend to fall short and so we need fortitude, precisely the virtue that gives us the capacity to, uh, to pursue, to persevere in what we are doing, what we know to be the right thing to do. And Saint Maria, in his book Friends of God says, the person with fortitude is one who perseveres in doing what his conscience tells him he ought to do. He does not measure the value of a task exclusively by the benefit that he receives from it, but rather by the service he renders to others. The strong man will at times suffer, but he stands firm. He may be driven to tears, but he will brush them aside. When difficulties come thick and fast, he does not bend before them. Okay, and uh, in the sacred scriptures, our Lord, on a few occasions, he talks about the foundation of a rock. Like, we need to build our house on a strong foundation, on a bedrock. You don't build a structure on a sand or a clay soft material it doesn't you know it can't support one of the things uh, i learned while reading a little bit the history of new york is that we noticed that in the the lower uh, manhattan and the uh, middle manhattan you have high-rise buildings skyscrapers but in between if you if you look at uh, manhattan from jersey from a distance, you see that in in between the lower and mid-down Manhattan, upper Manhattan, you have lower uh, level structures like this. Partly because that part of Manhattan is uh, a softer material. It could not sustain high rise or big structures. It cannot support, um, and by analogy, we can say a person with a soft character, and uh, well, he can't be given uh, important responsibilities. He can't uh, uh, reach great heights in any endeavor because he's not dependable. And so we have to have that, that bedrock, I don't know, or the, the granite or a hard material which can withstand. Our life on earth is a constant struggle. Militia est vita omnium, super terror And so we experience, on the one hand, God's blessings, and we do have talents, our kind of qualities and achievements, but on the other hand, we experience the pull of the concupiscence, our, our passions that tends to slow us down. And so the, the principle of opposition That makes us inclined to resist God's grace and so therefore we need to they say in Spanish lochar a contrapello to go against the grain to go against the grain if you swim against the current you know you you need you get tired you get exhausted so but uh, somehow you have to prove your worth in a sense uh, uh, against our tendency to again uh, delay things or uh, reduce our work, looking for the bare minimum, say yes. At the end of the day, it's not just, you know, to succeed in life, but saying yes to God. Fortes and fide. Yes, Lord, this is what you want. And uh, be a man. Very liter adjective, a confortator of vest. Is uh, we have a school in, in in Manila similar to the Heights, and their motto is that "verriter agitent, be a man, a manly virtues." <clears throat> in in the ancient uh, times, classical period, for, fortitude is associated with uh, with soldiers, so Roman soldiers people who are ready to engage in a battle and they're not scared to be on the front lines they're not afraid to die they consider it an honor to die in a battle and uh, and so by comparison uh, we are soldiers of Christ and the battle that, in which we engage the battle of conquering ourselves you see the greatest enemy of man it doesn't seem like on the surface but that's the first enemy of man is our own selves our own selves Uh, yes sometimes we have like external uh, contradictions it could be as simple as a traffic or um, you know nowadays uh, traffic is kind of getting worse Perhaps because of summertime, a lot of people are going out and also uh, COVID has kind of, um, there is a relaxation of the restriction, at least in New York. And so you notice more people on, on the streets. So I said it can be traffic or it can be very hot or it can be a snowstorm. It can be uh, whatever external difficulties. Yes. We have those, but the more serious uh, challenges are not external. Demand. It's within himself: our sensuality, our kind of uh, intemperance, our uh, impulse, our kind of uh, softness, and so that's what we need to kind of. Conquer uh, that we need to conquer. Also, because, as in many things, whenever we start something, it could be a new undertaking, a new project. When there's something novel, I don't know, the first time you came to a center of Obu's Day, oh, this is wonderful, this is uh, so nice, beautiful, and so you kind of commit yourself to attend the formation but how long is that gonna last when you're you in your job in the office there's there's kind of some thrill you sit down in your desk or your you meet the the people in the office for the first time you get uh, acquainted with the task and so on so forth there's something new but as time you know passes the apparent monotony or the repetition of the same things and so we tend to kind of uh, Slow down, and we get accustomed to, and so we need to renew. And, you know, perseverance, doing what is ordinary. There's a saying in Latin, uh, per, ar- "Per ardua ad astra," reaching the stars through hardships, with difficulties. Yeah, and I was saying that there's not re- really nothing that is achieved very easily. You know, these days, I don't know, I I guess you have been watching the highlights of the Olympics and those uh, 11,000 athletes who have been preparing for the last five years because the Olympics was postponed. And it could be in a track and field or in uh, basketball, in uh, weightlifting, in gymnastics, in swimming, all those. Some of them were successful, others did not perform well. And you can see people crying because uh, especially the Japanese, the Japanese who did not uh, kind of uh, succeed in winning the gold, they felt ashamed. So many of them were crying like little kids, like uh, and apologizing to the nation uh, for not being able to live up to the expectation well and what are they of course it's a great honor to win uh, a medal to win a medal and uh, especially gold but uh, it's not an easy thing because those were years of training uh, strict regimen perhaps diet and strict schedule and even especially because of the COVID uh, the tremendous difficulty that they had in preparing for that well life in a sense is a, is a sport St Paul towards the end of his life he said consumavi fidem servavi bonum certavi i have run the race i have fought the good fight i have kept the faith it is precisely a reference to his life as a, as an athletic like you know is a runner. he was running the the good race fighting the good fight and uh, and so that the sporting spirit in our struggle uh, not to give up, not to get discouraged, beginning over and over again. Now the fortitude uh, applies both to kind of you know, big projects like, oh, I want to take up a master's or PhD in, uh, I don't know, engineering, okay, that requires several years perhaps. And you have to, um, yeah, spend uh, a a lot of uh, effort. You may have to give up some other plans in favor of that. But it can also be in small things, like uh, I said. You you need to uh, clean the house, do some house chores. That requires fortitude as well, fortitude. Doing what we have to do, Saint Jose Maria said that is the best kind of act of uh, sacrifice, doing what we should do here and now the common the common symbols of uh fortitude bravery good in the you know Christian art sometimes it appears like a lion you know the king of the jungle or dragons or eagles or arrows and uh, but sometimes uh, I, I, I read that an ant uh, the tiny insect because of its perseverance you know, in doing you know uh, accomplishing those things one step at a time that is also fortitude and it's not just on our effort hard work yeah we have to we have to do our part we have to but we have the grace of god we have the grace of god i mean christians those who are baptized they infuse grace of the holy spirit so that what is beyond our capacity the lord you know uh, uh, Supplies for our inadequacy, whatever we're not able to uh, to reach, we can't rely on our poor human poor human strength that is why, in addition to the practice of virtue human virtue no exertion effort because uh, a decision making a decision always praying at the same time, praying praying to God, Lord help me, quia are es Deus dios because. You, Lord, you are my strength. And uh, to strive and to put all the human means as though everything depended on God. Rather, I mean, put all the human means, work hard as though everything depended on us. But at the same time to pray, to ask for God's help as though everything depended on him. And that's always the case because, you know, sanctity is always the interplay between human virtues and God's blessing, our part, our cooperation, and God's uh, kind of uh, graces. Sometimes we start out along what we think to be a, a short and easy road, but turns out to be a long and difficult road. And yet we find ourselves having the strength to walk every step of the way. And, uh, of course, the greatest act of fortitude is dying for one's faith. That's the case of the Christians of antiquity. Well, not just in the ancient time, but also in the modern kind of era, we find Christian martyrs. St. Thomas More, in the um, uh, 16th century, the birth of Anglicanism, when uh, that friend of mine in England, his name is Henry Day, so uh, proclaimed himself to be the head of the Church of England and the king, and kind of uh, ask all the English subject to render a pledge of allegiance, and uh, to recognize his, you know, marriage, or like union with Anne Boleyn, but of course, you have uh, the likes of St. Thomas More and Bishop John Fisher, who precisely uh, stood their ground and uh, made their objection of conscience. And so they refused to uh, acknowledge the King of England as the head of the church. And they paid for that with their life. And for that because there's a Christian martyr the Kingdom of Heaven has been enduring violent assault. A man of violence, taken by force, is uh, a text in the, the Gospel of Matthew that offhand, it's not quite easy to understand, but what does it mean by you know talking about violence for heaven? Well, that's what it means, precisely. men of violence, men who are kind of who use force, in other words, People who tried to win heaven, eternity, salvation, God's grace at any cost, even if it meant shedding their blood or dying for that. That is the greatest act of fortitude. Maybe it's not going to be our case. Rather, we live a kind of normal life. But it's in the the daily martyrdom. The daily uh, conquests, ours is a daily battle. Fortitude allows us to work hard and with intensity to follow our schedule, to keep our commitments, to live by our principles, to defend the truth. And perhaps you have something to say, to tell your sister, your brother that, and you find it hard to mention because you know how she might kind of take it. She might not take it well, but you have to say it. Fortitude does well. The fortitude to correct someone. And But with charity. Fortitude makes us firm and unbending in what God asks of us. It has actually many, like, Potential virtues like patience, patience. There are, there are times when we are not able to change the course of events. There are times when we are. It's what's happening is beyond our control, and so what? Well, what can we do? We just have to to wait. Well, I'll tell you. A couple of hours ago, I was in Jersey, and I was uh, I was driving actually this morning. And then one of those things happened, you know, the car broke down and then you call AAA. And since I'm new in the US, uh, I don't even have a single A, so much less AAA. So right. it took time for the driver to, to car, truck to come and pick me up, it took time. So I was three hours there. What can do you do? Just wait with patience. You pray, listen to music, you know. <laughs> and uh, but he came, finally. And then heavy traffic, we went to the car service. These things happen. And there are ways to react to that. You complain, you rebel, you're like whatever. But uh, to rise above those things, you know, rise above. I mean, sorry for that personal example, but this thing can happen to you as well. No? That's why uh, a friend of mine told me yesterday, you know, father, in Manhattan, a car is a liability. <laughs> So, I didn't find that hard. Well, it's just a manner, uh, a way of saying. <clears throat> I was in Riverside, where there's no parking. Uh, elsewhere, it might be an asset if you're in California. Manhattan, it is a liability. <laughs> and uh, during the Civil War in Spain, St. Jose Maria, um, and that was just the beginning of Opus doing. there was a a fierce persecution of the church. So many <clears throat> priests, clergy, the religious, and even lay Catholics were murdered, were killed. It was a, an attempt of the communists to, you know, suppress any traces of Christianity. Anyway, in fact, some of his friends died, were really shot, killed, murdered. And Saint Josemaria felt the the likely. The, poss- the real possibility that he might also be captured and kind of uh, killed, murdered. And so, this was in July, I think, of 1936, if I recall right. And so he called the few members of they were with him. There were less than a dozen. Um, among them, Alvaro del Portilio. And, um, and asked them, one by one, it was in the kitchen, uh, Alvaro, yes, Father. If something happens to me, if I die, any moment, any day now, do you promise to continue Obo's day? Yes, Father. Do you, like, swear or, like, you know, make an oath for that? Yes, Father. Okay. Next. Ricardo, do you promise? Yes, Father. So, well, it's uh, facing the threat the, the most serious threat possible, no? threat to life. But by God's design, St. Jose Maria did not die and he, he lived long to, to guide the development of Opus Dei. Uh, but then, uh, again, it's not that we are uh, supermen, and that we are not, I mean, we are human and so we are vulnerable, we can get wounded we can get scared. So a man, a strong man, is not someone who is not scared at all. But a strong man is one who is able to overcome that fear, overcome that fear, and persist you know, in doing what he knows he has to do. Courage, we call it courage. Brave, bravery, audacity, boldness, fortitude. Our victory is in Christ. Quiatu es deus fortitudo mea, said. And we perhaps conclude this meditation turning to the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of Jesus. Uh, Mary was with the Lord in all stages of his life. Of course, from conception, his birth, his infancy, childhood, and his public ministry all the way till his passion death on the cross. The apostles, Peter, James, John, all these, uh, when they learned that the Lord was going to Jerusalem and uh, that he was going to die, and they promised, Lord, we're going to die with you. We will lay down our life for you. But what happened is that when the Lord was arrested, they all disappeared. They all abandoned him. They all scampered for safety. And who do we find on Calvary? It's the holy women, the pious women. And so, the women are strong. I mean, strong, not physically, but in strong of character. And then we find uh, in the midst of them, the Holy Virgin Mary. At the foot of the cross stands Mary, the mother of Jesus. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put into effect my Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.